There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Yes, we are uh, in the center of handing you guys cash all the time. Jeremy is out there this morning. I wonder if he's out there right now. Uh, You guys can go visit him. He's doing the, uh, what is it, the KUP deployment thing. And he's out at 35th Avenue and Happy Valley. Jeremy, if you're available, please. Mercury could be in the way, though. He's got helpers today. He's got girl helpers. But uh, Jeremy's uh, collecting for the troops out there at the Safeway on 35th and Happy Valley. And if you want to check him out, well, then gosh darn it all, head on over there. Do the right thing. Jeremy's, uh, what was he looking for? Foot powder and toothpaste today. Little touch of home. Stuff that they can't get uh, regularly where they're sitting. And we'd love to hear the from travel size. Right Jeremy's right there. Jeremy, are you there? I'm here, sir. Hello, love. Uh, and it's Jeremy's last day in the van, by the way, unless he gets fired from his new job somewhere else and has to come slinking back. But, Jeremy, know this, that if that's the case, we will accept you back uh, with open arms. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. I need to have uh, backup options. Yeah. And then tomorrow you'll host the Guadalupe Squares for the very last time. Yeah. Oh, that's bad. That's bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just realized, did that just dawn on you when I said that, that that's it? You're done here. And we don't have a new host. Oh, you guys are going to get stuck with Toledo. Hosting. I know. I'm so sorry. We I need do to some... reconsider this. Because Brett can't read. Uh, even worse than Brady, <laughs> Brett can't read. Paul told me the other day, I wanted to get a, do commercials, and he goes, congratulations. Now you got two assholes on your show that can't read commercials. And I'm like, because he, he has to edit all the spots. And I'm like, oh, geez, I'm sorry. Evidently, Brett's a terrible reader. Uh, like Beyond Brady's issues with stumbling, uh, Brett just can't read. So he can't do it. Now what? Toledo. Ugh. We'll get something else in here. Don't worry about it. It's temporary. There's, there's always options. This is worse than trying to find a host for Jeopardy. Brett's too racist. He's like Michael Richards. Uh, Brady's like LeVar Burton. He wants the job, but nobody thought it was good enough. And then, of course, you got Toledo, who's too boring for ratings. Oh, Mike. Maybe Woody. He's available. We'll have Woody come down and host the squares. I mean, he's supposedly available. We're not allowed to talk about that, but as of Friday, he will be available. Anyway, Jeremy, uh, you've done a... A wonderful job for us. So uh, gladly, uh, I'm very happy that you're you're going someplace and making more money and doing better. Good for you. Appreciate that, sir. Thank yeah. you. But uh, if you get fired, and you probably will, 
uh, you can come back here. I mean, the, the, the likelihood is very high. Very high. You can uh, slink back into this building anytime you want. We'll be fine with that. That's why I'm staying on weekends, That's John. Right. you got to keep <laughs> that connection alive. Keep that foot in the door, buddy. Uh, what do you got out there right now? What's going on? Uh, we've got a bunch of stuff donated already. Quite a few people came by saying that they're, uh, a lady came by saying her son-in-law just got deployed over there. So like you've been saying, yeah. there is troops overseas and they are being sent out as we speak. So come drop some stuff off. We're still early on, so we're not focusing on anything in particular. So come donate. I still have a few tickets left to Seether, uh, Skillet, and Dropkick Murphy's. All you got to do is make a donation and ask for the tickets, and they are yours. All right. Easy enough. 35th Avenue and Happy Valley Road. He's got a whole bunch of stuff for you. Go by. Drop off for them troops that we're helping out. And, of course, uh, say hello. And then goodbye to Jeremy for now. And then uh, visit the girl. Maybe we get one of those girls to host the squares. You think either of them are qualified? I don't know if they can read either. Okay. Well, that was right. Uh, sexist and uh, somehow racist. I'm not <laughs> sure. Exactly. I think it, I think it might have been racist. Right. Oh, my God. Ray, white's not a race? Oh, you bigot. All right. We're done with you, Jeremy. This is why you can't work here anymore. We'll talk to you later. There you go. Bigoted, sexist Jeremy. Says women can't read. I disagree. They can read a little. Uh, yesterday, Brady, I had my uh, hip moment, uh, not like cool 60s hip, but my uh, replaced hip moment, old man moment of the day. Uh, and I realized that I am now in a very unique group of people with their hips replaced. And it's not that, you know, it's surprising to find out how many people have had it done. Like thousands and thousands of A lot of, of artificial hips out there. Tons of them. Young people, old people, motorcycle accident people. Uh, loads of folks have tin in their body or metal at some point. Everybody I talk to is like, oh, I got 37 screws in my arm. I was talking to Eric Bryan from... Uh, newacunit.com, and he was telling me, he was, we were chatting, and he said, uh, what are you having done? And I told him, this was right before the surgery, and he said, yeah, he said, I got 37 uh, different pieces of metal in my body right now. Like, from what? Just accidents and injuries? And, Mostly uh, like duck work, because he's in the AC business. I don't know. Yeah, yeah he's, got a lot, he's got a lot of that stuff just jams in there. But he busted his arm, and they put it back together. He had knees, and I'm like, Jesus. So I'm walking out of the Suns Arena yesterday, and again, ego played a part in this. I couldn't keep Betty Sullivan my cane. I called my cane Betty Sullivan. Because her name's all over it. And again, in two places on this cane, Betty Sullivan decided to place her name and address on the cane. Now, Betty Sullivan is would-be grandmother-in-law, I suppose, to me. She used this cane, passed it down to Megan's dad when he had a back surgery, and then he gave it to me for this thing. I only need it for walking around little bits here and there. I'm pretty good without it. But I still like it, stairs especially. Uh, but I won't take Betty Sullivan out in public because... A, everybody asks. B, it's horrible to look at, and I just don't. It's, I it's, almost pulled the trigger the other day at on the a cane? pharmacy. Yeah, I saw it. I'm like, oh, I could see you because I know what's going on. Oh, you're going to buy me a cane? Yeah, I thought about it. It was a leopard print cane. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah, if I could get a little pimpy with it, I'd do it. I'm not going to need it for more than a day unless I'm climbing a ton of stairs and I don't do that. But Betty has her name all over this cane, and that made me think because I've talked to people at like physical therapy. I'm like, why do they old people put their names on their canes? I was like, because they forget them all the time. And like, then they don't need the cane. That or... Uh, if you forget your cane, you I know don't need your cane. in those waiting rooms, you've got, you know, gaggles of canes over there. They grab the wrong right, one. Right, for that. But she's got it on there a couple times, which I think there was a theft issue with canes. Which is, oh, you'd be surprised how many people leave their canes here. And I'm like, well, isn't that progress? If you walk out without your cane, yeah, you're, you're, you're doing great. You don't need it. You don't need it, really. Oh, I forgot my cane. So anyway, I got Betty Sullivan. I left her at the H&H Ranch yesterday before the Suns game. I come out, and I see uh, Craig Fooey. Fooey on sports from ABC 15. And uh, Craig sees me walking towards him. Now, I thought I was fooling everybody. 
But everybody that saw me was like, hey, what's going What's wrong? I'm like, oh, I'm nothing. Why? Like, you're hobbling. I'm like, I thought I was walking pretty good. I thought I was putting on the show. It wasn't. And Fooey goes, what's going on? And I'm like, I just had my hip replaced, if you can believe it. And he goes, hey, I had both mine done. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to be in this group. I don't want to be in a group of people excited about having that. You're in the club. I'm in the club. I'm in the hip club. It's a hip club, they say, Brady. That's what you would say. But the uh, yeah, I don't want to be in that club. And I'm trying real hard, but I overdid it yesterday. I needed Betty Sullivan a lot. And then I saw some other guy and his wife as we were leaving. How's recovery going? And at that point, it wasn't going well because I needed my cane. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not doing very well right now. Thanks for asking. I've got to go. No time to chatter. You got a cane I can borrow? <laughs> got to get to cane. Can't walk. But I'm doing good today. I'm getting. I'm. I'm done with Betty. That's why you might need to upgrade, but Betty, Uh, she's gone. I don't need her anymore. I don't need the cane anymore. I upgrade it to just you know as a fashion statement. But I won't walk with a cane in public. That's all arrogance and ego and all that. Won't do it. I will not do it. I tried. I started to leave the place yesterday with the cane, and I'm like, no. Left it at the H and H ranch, and I'm like, I'm gonna bravely do like what Howard Hughes did. Remember when Howard Hughes had to meet with uh, Juan Tripp of Pan Am? Yep. And then he had to meet with Alan Alda from the Senate, and he walked in, he put the cane in the thing, and he, walk, and he couldn't walk, but he faked it, and he could barely move because the plane crashed. That's how I was. I didn't want people to see me as weak. But then hobbled as I left the arena yesterday. I looked weaker than I would have with a cane. So it kind of backfired on me. But I am now in the club. Hip guy. Cool. Hey, fooey. And then I couldn't wait to get home and watch TV last night. And uh, the, I can't imagine baseball. You know, baseball Im- implemented rules to make it faster. The games are going. Last night's game was three Which to one. Is, uh, good, is it three to one? <laughs> last night. Now, most of the time, low-scoring games zip by. Last night's game was four hours and twenty minutes long. It started at five thirty, ended at like nine ten, nine fifteen. Couldn't believe how long this game was. I, and it's because it's just all sold commercials. Like it's non every chance they get, they go to a commercial. It was miserable, and it was a great baseball game. A walk off home run by Chris Taylor at the end. The Dodgers, who got uh, you know into this thing with 106 wins and had a, the whole season teetering on one loss, that they'd be out after this one of the one of the all time uh, seasons ever, and they came in second because of it. 106 wins. And they walk off and everything else, and I looked at it. I'm like, I've never been more bored in my life watching a game. That was great. A great game that's boring is weird. One-to-one. This thing should have been zipping by. And all I can think of is before they put in all the time constraint things, they're like, we got to speed this game up. How long would that game have been? It would have been and six hours. the night hours. before, was it that long? Oh, yeah. It- These American League games last forever. I don't know if it was that long, but it was long. They're all four hours. Playoff baseball is four hours, and baseball wonders. How come nobody's watching baseball anymore? Because it's four hours long even when it's great. The bad games, when they score a lot of runs, five hours is easy in a playoff game. If you get a game like today, the Sox are playing. I think they play the Astros today. Those two teams can mash. If they go out and go eight to seven, it's just five and a half hour game. It, it's brutal. You can't, it's, it's an Throwing. unwatchable product. Reviewing plays. And plus you got announcers that aren't fun, like the old Vin Scully days are gone. And It would have been great to hear Vin Scully yesterday talking about a 106-win team that might go home based on one single play-in game. Oh, Vin would have had a field day with the stories and everything. I didn't hear one good thing. 
nothing. Ron Darling was boring. Yeah, so it's impossible to watch. I, you got to put bets on it. You're not going to bring. Um, well, I think that's been that way for a while. Getting new fans. No, they're, 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 the young people will never watch baseball again. Yeah. It's going to die. If you watch Brockmire the last two seasons when they jump ahead 20 years, baseball's dead. It's gone. And the only way they're getting new fans is by having the changing the names of teams to more racist stuff. <laughs> the colonists is the best thing that they ever – or the colonials or whatever, where they let Native Americans buy a team and name it whatever they want, and it's just a white guy licking a bloody sword is their logo. <laughs> it is the funniest – you haven't even heard the half of it yet. Wait till you see the uniform. And then they pop the uniform up and you're like, oh my God. The hat. I want it so bad. It's just a white man licking a bloody sword. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. That's how they get people interested again. But yeah, it's sad. Three to one. That game should have been two hours and 30 minutes long. I don't know what they did to speed it up. Everything they've done in sports to make it better has made it worse. Replay in football, it's not working. Go back to the old way. There's catches. There's not catches. It just causes this confusion. Go back to human error. It's it's not, and it's not in an interest to make the game right. Oh, we got to get all the calls right. You miss half of them through replay, and then the ones that aren't reviewable are a pain in the ass. I did go to the FanDuel Sportsbook yesterday at the New Suns Arena at the Footprint Place. Whew. Pretty nice. Uh, it's pretty cool. And can you see the uh, the game? No, it's the, on the other side. It's on the other it's side. It's on the street it side of the arena, so you okay. can come in from the outside. It's open now. It's open all the time. Yeah, the FanDuel thing is open all the time. So you can go in. I was wondering if it nine went to all the way through. Like, nope. you know, sometimes. It's a big room. Uh, it's open at 9 in the morning, closes at 11. On the weekends, it stays open until 2. And you can watch sports. In there. There's 1,000 TVs. It's a cool room, bar, and it's always there. So it's on the street side. It's not on the inside arena side. So you can I mean, the game's on in there, obviously. Yeah. But there's kiosks for betting. Oh, the degenerates are going to run rampant in there. At, right now, it's for fun people who want to play and gamble and goof. Eventually, that's just going to turn into a bunch of people trying to make rent and have some food. <laughs> it's not going to be. It's going to end up being like scary. Got to check it out. But right now, it's a glorious thing. Hopefully, they can keep the riffraff out. But usually, you know, two o'clock on a if you're gambling at two o'clock in the morning on a uh, Saturday or Friday night on sports overseas, horses are running somewhere. <laughs> soccer, horses, something. You're out of money. I don't think the well-to-do gambler is going to be out. Throwing money on ponies in Melbourne, Australia at one Ripping up his last slip on yeah. High Lie. Oh, well, there's another $10,000 out the door on my Brazilian bets. Well, tomorrow's another day, but it's tomorrow somewhere. What are you going to do? Uh, it's 844, but I'm in the hip club right now. Craig Fooey had both of his done, so. The Foo. Uh, it's 845. The word is retrograde, 97936. You can get $1,000. The dinero double down is going right now. Retrograde is today's word. One of the first words I heard today to start our glorious day from our, our beautiful little promo girl who said that Mercury was in it and the day is impossible to enjoy. So uh, we're going to change that. Mercury in retrograde means somebody's getting $1,000 in their pocket that didn't have it earlier, and you can blow it at the FanDuel Sportsbook later on at the uh, Footprint Arena. Easy enough. 97936, that's how you do it. Good luck. It's 98KUPD. Arizona's most powerful. Powerful. 
Rock Radio Station. It's Metallica right there, uh, and uh, Jeremy's probably just now uh, shaping up and getting out of there, but uh, if you can catch him last second. Or you can help our KUP deployment right there at 98kupd.com and check out our Amazon wish list. Uh, that will work out beautifully, and you can help out the troops for the KUP deployment. I love this thing every year because I'm always kind of shocked at uh, you know all the donations that come in, all the people that help, but it also brings us great moments like Tang High on the Plex, which hopefully, again, the kids are writing their letters now at uh, Toledo's uh, wife's school. Excuse me. And uh, we'll get some good ones because those kids, especially now, I remember last year with a couple of them that they had drawn helicopters and stuff, blowing people up. <laughs> Those were my favorite moments. Uh, people are emailing me like crazy, too, about um, uh, Ralphie May. It's Ralphie. It's the fourth anniversary yesterday, going into today, of the passing of our friend Ralphie, which shocked me. Last night, it kind of dawned on me that that was actually real. I did it to where I looked up Wikipedia. It was October 6th. I remember standing in that room right next yep. to this one. When I got the call from Joel. Holding your phone. And I'm like, oh my God, Ralphie's gone. Uh, so yeah, Ralphie made it. I wanted to do like... Now I tie that in on that day too, because that's my dad's birthday. Oh, it's your dad's Dad birthday and Ralphie's death day. Hmm, no. And how do I forget that? I, it's easy. Yeah. Just make one the other. <laughs> my dad, my uh, grandma died on my birthday. And I always thought my dad would like have a thing about that. He doesn't. I don't, think, I don't even think he remembers. <laughs> like July 26th. I think it was 91. She died, and uh, it was my birthday. My dad was at the. I remember, just like, hey man, I'm sorry, this is awful. He's like, oh, that's all right. This is your birthday. Yeah, this is weird. Yeah. This is gonna be tough to have cake tonight. I think that was 19th birthday, and I remember uh, feeling like we shouldn't do it, and we did anyway. We still had birthday stuff, and and again, being a prick 19 year old, I just wanted to leave. <laughs> what an asshole! My grandma died. But we all kind of knew. I had to get out of the car on the way to my grandfather's uh, funeral. Because you were... I must have had like a little panic attack or something. I was like, I can't do it. Because and, and I had a weird thing about how funerals were conducted. Yeah. I think we'd say in a movie where there was a uh, in-casket viewing. Ugh. I didn't want to see a dead person. And they just set you off on the side of the road? <laughs> I went to the arcade. They dropped you off. There was were you in arcade, a little suit? Arcade, of, arcade a little <laughs> block away. Yep. <laughs> Yep. How old? Seventeen. Seven or eight. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think I was uh, twelve, and my grandpa died, and I wasn't allowed to go to the funeral because I thought I would be freaked out by it. I would have been all right, but yeah, I just remember riding in the car and going, um, "Do I have to go to this thing?" No kidding. My mom was like, um, "Yeah." I'm like, "I can't do it. Can't do it." No can't kidding. It. Started freaking out. Well, that's awful. Yeah. So anyway, very uplifting topic, but oh, yeah. Ralphie's, <laughs> Ralphie's uh, death was. I was too young for grandma. I said, eh, sit this one out. Yeah, so that's what they thought for me with grandpa. Eh, that was fine. But then I, when Papled died, they asked me to... Speak? Yeah. Yeah, I've had to talk at a couple of funerals. That's no fun. Actually, I had fun at Chuck's, but that's it. They were supposed to, like, Ralphie didn't get a funeral. His wife just threw him in the ground. Like, they had, like a, they had a weird thing at uh, the improv in Hollywood. Yeah. And uh, a bunch of comedians went up and did time. And it was more, had evidently, more of a feeling to help promote. Yeah, it started to become a showcase. And uh, it was very odd. It was uh, There were agents in the crowd. 
and people were playing for that. It was it was supposedly very strange. The Smash Brothers told me about that. I forget who else went up and did some stuff, but they're like, it got to where it was just stand-up. They weren't even doing anything about Ralphie. It was like, I was going to go to that, but I didn't go to that. I'm supposed to go to his – like, I, I – I, uh, she didn't put a – like, they didn't put a headstone up for him. So the Smash right. Brothers, I kicked in and threw them some money, and then they went and designed all that. And then they gave me the money back. And I was supposed to go out and visit them on his birthday. Uh, we were going to go to Ralphie's. I think it's in Arkansas. I don't remember. But uh, we were going to go, you know, drink beer and sit on a grave. And then I'm like, well, that's not – I don't want to do that either. <laughs> like, one of these days I'll get over there. I'm not big on visiting graves. Yeah. No. I've done it once to a friend of mine, Kevin. I went out to his. But I'm not big on visiting graves. Uh, I can think about you and get the same vibe off of it. I don't need to sit on your dead body. I find I think that's weird. I know it's that, that's me. You can do it if you want. I understand everybody does it different, but that one's got me. Like I don't go stand and talk to the. I did rock. it one time, but I was really young, and it was I was just going with my grandfather. We drove to down to Cincinnati because that's where the family. Right. Just go stand there in his side of the family there. Yeah, and just go stand there. It's weird when you realize oh, there's a corpse under me. A bunch of them, but anyway. Uh, so, and I'm also getting a lot of people volunteering to host the, uh, squares. the squares. squares. Yeah, a lot of people. Jimmy Wishman, actually, the best one so far. Now that Jeremy's not going to do it, we got uh, a guy named Jordan. A couple listeners have volunteered, and I'm like, I can't trust Jay Gutentag. Might be interesting to have her pop in and do a squares. Although the rhythm will be off because I'm going to hear her talk, and I'm going to go right into that. Uh, th- we've done this before. We've resurrected people's morning shows. Here on our show, Mo, who was fired uh, months ago for trying to be a morning show at KDKB and then put on in the middays, said, I'll do it. It's the only way I'll ever get a morning show again. Maybe we let Mo do it. Yeah. Are we ready for a girl host? That's what Jeopardy did. Should we girl host it? Not sure. I'm not Not sure sure. either. I mean, she's a lesbian now. So maybe it's different because we all have the same objectives, which is to... (laughs) Grab some puss. Going after the same thing. <laughs> we all after the puss. <laughs> if it's the whole room still has that main objective, I guess it's all right. Yeah, Moe's probably the front runner if she wants to do that. Jimmy Wisman, comedian, very funny. He uh, he volunteered it. Is he on the road a lot or no? That's the other thing. I don't know if I I don't know when Jimmy can make it on every Friday or not. Got to have consistency. Moe's here all the time. In the building. Mo's not bad. She might have to audition. Because the last thing we want is Toledo doing it. And uh, he's got some computer work he's got to do during that Squares thing that helps me out. That'll screw up his timing. And you have no, no faith in Brett. None. Can't read. <laughs> Dumb as a doornail when it Can't comes to it. reading. Can't four read. Four letters in the yeah. alphabet. Yeah, exactly. Ever hear him read? It's a, it's a mess. And then you just hear, all right, all right. I've seen the words. I'm like, oh, God, he's going, he's going nuts. Yeah, Brett's more fun to have as a laugh track and goof around and give me notes every once in a while, a couple jokes written in, throw them out. But maybe Mo is the one. And we bring her over, and then we get some, you know, she gets her own free pop for being back in the mornings. Your favorite morning show is back in the morning on a different station. Because <laughs> they tried to play that off when they hired Woody to take her place. And they said, your favorite morning show is now on at 10. And I'm like, well, then it's not a morning show, and uh, you're probably pissing off a lot of people that liked it where it was. <laughs> hey, we're doing a bad job here. Here's Woody. But now Woody's out. <laughs> God knows what they're going to do. So whoever's running that thing is just tanking it. It's almost like a basketball team that wants the first-round pick. Everything they do is wrong. It's almost like on purpose at this point. 
But we're not allowed to talk about that station tanking quite yet. Maybe they should tank, get a first-round pick. Anyway, so Moe's a good one. What do yeah. we think? Yeah. Toledo? Yeah, I'm in. Moe's not bad. Nope. No, she's not hired yet. She'd have to go through Give it. Give her once. a swing. She might be too giddy. One way to find out. Mm. Beerus the Destroyer says he'll do it. <laughs> Maybe Scott Haynes, the funniest listener in all of uh, the Valley. Hmm. I don't know. I don't want to trust an outsider. Then they're going to start wanting money, and then it gets weird, and we're just... Cotton traffic. Yeah, yeah one of those deals. It, Mo, Mo might be the one. Interesting. Anyway, we'll try it. But the Guadalupe Squirrels will be back in that. I did get Brett to uh, thumb out some words and uh, fire over a text to me, so we do have his football picks. Yep, the FanDuel picks go. Uh, I'm shooting for the stars today. Now, if Again, mine... Oh, no, no, no. I'm down. One more time. If mine hits... We'll start the whole charity contest over, and we'll just split my hit four charity ways because there's no way we're covering it as a, as a match because uh-huh. mine's a knockout. But it's going to be really hard to hit. Uh, we'll find out. But uh, the FanDuel picks are coming up in just seconds. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98 You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.